afternoon, and um, to all your listeners across the country. I want to talk about, firstly, there were uh, conflicting reports about legality of the overall march, I mean the marches that were supposed to take place throughout the country today uh, by Save SA and that was later then affirmed by the courts. There are questions being asked though about the supporters who came out against the marches today. Were those gatherings legal? Well, uh, firstly, on behalf of government, let's just Firstly, say take an opportunity to thank uh, all the marshals who conducted themselves in a peaceful way to uh, demonstrate and raise their issues, and equally the law enforcement agencies, because there was a high cooperation among uh, those people, so that we don't have a number of incidents that could be reported. But with respect to the issues of legality or no legality, this afternoon around five, we should be presenting a report as a security club. But the confusion that was there yesterday, special about the march organized by South Africa to the union building. That matter later on was verified because, as a matter of record, there was an intervention through the court. And as law enforcement agencies, when the court has made a decision, we're able to work with uh, those uh, responsible people who organized the march, and it, it went peaceful. Including the other parts of the country, the reports we have, uh, most of those uh, marches, in terms of the records we have, they actually people exercise the right that you need to get permission because it's very important that we respect our own laws. Where permission is being made, is not actually meant to actually obstruct people not exercising their rights, but it actually helps the law enforcement agencies to make the necessary preparation in terms of the rules so that other people are not disturbed. It also makes uh, uh, it easier for the issues around deployment and ultimately who takes responsibility for what, for mm. those particular actions. So were you surprised then, Minister, where in some parts of the country there were people we saw uh, in downtown Johannesburg, there were a group of uh, ANC supporters, it was said, who came with uh, golf sticks, uh, knobkiris and bricks and sandbox. I, the question I'm asking, was permission received for that gathering uh, or were you surprised by it? Because police found themselves having to, you know, keep the two groups apart to prevent violence. Well, one of the things that we should be able to to understand is that um, in terms of our information, we're not surprised that it is going to happen because they build up to these marches. One of the issues that we need to be able to do is to understand that you can still differ in a manner that is respectful and dignified. But there's been a lot of uh, incitement and provocation that has been happening in terms of throwing of weight. Therefore, it is very important for all leaders of all sides, those people who are leading our society, whether political leaders or civic organization or religious leaders, that the manner we communicate, the manner we want to engage, we must not be actually having statements that are inciting violence. But more importantly, that those who gathered around the city house, there were some actually incidents that were there, but working with those who were responsible as leaders uh, in the house, including the law enforcement agencies, 
Mm. The situation was actually under control. Did they inform police... Did they inform police that they were going together? This is a question I've been asking, Minister. Well, at this stage, I don't have a report because they were not actually marching. Remember, or they were gather. They just gathered around their office. They were not actually right. marching around the street. But what I'm saying and is that they inform police that they were going to gather there. This is the question I want to understand. No, we, we, we knew from law enforcement agencies that there is concrete people coming there. Whether there was a permission to gather or not around their own premises because it's a private property there. Mm. But the, we actually did our own deployment to ensure that the route around the Lutuli House and other main routes, there was less interruption of people wanting to have a free right. movement. Thank you so much, Minister. David Mashlobo is uh, the State Security Minister. We are now on the line to governance specialist at Nisa School of Governance, Dumsan Shlope. Very good um, afternoon to you, Mr. Shlope, and thank you very much for speaking to us. I suppose let's just get to the chase of uh, what we saw today. There are pundits who are saying this is really not going to make much of an impact in terms of the design effect to see President Jacob Zuma step down but the more pertinent question is is it going to register uh, in the minds and hearts and consciousness of the leaders at government government that there is some level of despair amongst South Africans well good evening good afternoon to you too I, I think the main issue here is not so much that the matches will necessarily result in the removal of President Zuma from power. But the fact that they are happening, that South Africans are getting onto the streets uh, and marching, and that, in a way, it does put a dent on the integrity of both President Zuma, but mainly so on the status of the African National Congress um, as the ruling party. Um, but what, I, I think what is also most interesting is to look into some of the conversations that have been recorded through the social media today has been the race connotations that have emerged uh, throughout uh, the, the, this protest action. It, it, it clearly indicates that the question of race and class, it remains pretty dominant in our uh, political economic South Africa. Mm. I'm just thinking back to protest in Venezuela, for instance, uh, last year with the hope of ensuring that they have a turnaround in terms of a referendum, but to unseat Maduro. What is the likelihood that long term it would register? Look, I don't don't think we could be getting it to a point where there's a referendum you know, in this country to determine whether President Zuma should remain or, or step down uh, for two reasons. One is because our electoral system, uh, you know, it, it prioritizes political parties and political parties give us what the president is or not. Now, if you look into that, what becomes very profound, it is the strength of the president inside that political party. So if you look into the ANC, in fact, I usually say that there are too many ANCs within the ANC, President Zuma is pretty strong where it matters the most. Where it matters the most right now for his power 
is within the National Executive Committee of the ANC and also possibly in the extended NWC that met in the last day or so. So if you look into that, there's absolutely no way that the dominant faction in the ANC, which is headed by President Zuma to this point in time, could get into a situation where it is allowed for a referendum to take okay. place because it will let, be let me interrupt you and talk about this because my question wasn't really about the referendum it was about uh, the you know social unrest or the protest itself but uh, let's talk follow on your train of thought let's talk about the grassroots levels and here I'm talking about the branches the possibility of them in any way um, coming out in support of this and forcing uh, the echelons of the organization to bow down to pressure Look, that can only happen happen within the internal processes and the systems of the African National Congress. Now, all of these things that happen, the matches, are happening outside the internal processes of the ANC. And given the strength of President Zuma and his supporters in the ANC, at the decisive structures of the ANC, I don't see that happening. Okay.